Hi, I'm Chuck Bowen, editor at Lawn and Landscape Magazine, and I'm here today with one of my colleagues at GIE Media, Mike Zawacki, the editor of Snow Magazine. And uh, Mike is here today to talk to us a little bit about the upcoming winter and what it means for snow contractors. Mike, thanks for uh, taking the time today. Yeah, no problem. Thanks for having me. So uh, I think, Mike, after last year, I think one question on the minds of lots of contractors out there in the northern part of the world is, what's this winter going to be like? Boy, I wish I had a straight answer for you because uh, we could make a lot of money um, <laughs> if I could give you a solid forecast. And the uh, it's it's really shaping up to be something of an anomaly with regard to this upcoming winter because even uh, the professional weather forecasters um, aren't quite sure where this uh, winter is going to lead. Um, it could be a normal winter or uh, if certain weather patterns uh, uh, transpire, it could be a lean winter. Or it could be a heavy winter. No one really is um, pinpointing right now where they exactly think it's going to be. So it's kind of a toss-up. I mean, who who thought Sandy would bring so much snow to West Virginia as right. she did early on in this season? Um, so I, I think the my, to predict is unpredictability. That's the only thing we can count on. Hmm. Okay. So in that sort of world of unpredictability and uncertainty, what what are your recommendations? What can contractors do to prepare for that kind of uh, that kind of winter? Well, I think the uh, the number one thing they can prepare, and and, and I've seen this, and in, in especially um, uh, in talking with other contractors after last winter, which was pretty tough for them. Uh, it was record lows, uh, historic record lows with regard to snowfall. Mm-hmm. But the guys who are veteran guys who've been in this industry for a long time know that this is a cyclical industry. Um, The great thing about this industry is it's recession-proof because regardless of what happens with the economy, retail and commercial businesses need to have their snow removed. It's a a liability issue. So, you know, it's it's great to be a contractor when it snows. The bad thing is very weather-dependent. When it doesn't snow, um, it, it can get really lean. And the only way to really combat that is to diversify your client portfolio and make sure you have contracts that cover you in the event of a, a heavy snowfall winter or light. And that means having a nice diverse portfolio between um, accounts that pay seasonally and accounts that pay um, you know, per push or even you know, per inch. But it definitely uh, per event versus, it's a per event versus per um, uh, seasonal contract formula that you need to figure out what's right for your market. Mm-hmm. They'll assure that at the very least you cover your expenses for the winter. Yeah. And I think for a lot of um, a lot of our readership um, here on the, the landscape and lawn care side, this is a sort of an add-on business. And I talk to contractors, some of which do a, a very large book of business in snow and some of which use it as sort of a, a gravy train. If it snows a lot, great. I can keep my guys working. And if not, no big deal. I'll go on vacation. Um, you know, can you give the listeners some strategies in terms of if this is another bad winter in terms of very light snowfall, what can, what can a contractor do if he's depending on this? How can he sort of stabilize or stay afloat in that situation? Well, you need to look at it. It's, it's, uh, this industry is, um, as you know, uh, it's high profit margins compared to the landscape side. But it's not just snow. Um, you know, it's all, there's also ice mitigation. Um, so it doesn't have to snow for the contractors to go out and do de-icing, um, which is a huge, obviously, with liability, even probably more so than snow. But, mm-hmm. uh, you know, refreeze events, uh, freezing rain events, uh, rain events that sleet and then turn into ice, these are all um, 
these are all events that activate snow contractors. And coincidentally, um, de-icing services is their highest margin. So, um, you know, you might look at it as a low snowfall winter, but there are, you know, the de-icing opportunities out there that could, you know, at least make you break even. Mm-hmm. Um, a lot of it, you know, in the meantime is good communication with your clients. Um, keep them informed. What's the weather look like? You know, uh, what are you predicting? You know, talk them through their contracts. One of the biggest things that contractors told me, especially guys who had seasonal contracts last winter, what happened was <clears throat> three years, three seasons prior, we had really aggressive winters mm-hmm. in the snow belt. And so when it came time to renew contracts, all the contractors' clients wanted to move from per push to seasonal so they could play, pay a flat fee and not get burned with excessive snowfall. Sure. And then we went into a winter where it didn't snow at all, and all these clients had seasonal contracts, and they wanted some sort of kickback or discount or reimbursement because they're paying for no service. Now they've gotten burned on the other side of this. Right, right. And what a contractor needs to do is really needs to keep good communication. You know, let the client know, you know, how this will all, you know, especially over the term of a three-year contract, will even out. There will be a year where it won't snow as much, and there will be a year that it snows excessively, and there will be a year that it snows normally. That's kind of the the uh, the train of thought, you know, that people in the industry have, and and it all comes down to really good communication and letting them know, you know, that you know they're paying for a service that, you know, they're paying for almost essentially an emergency service. Mm-hmm. You know, the old analogy is it's like in car insurance. You know, you don't buy car insurance and keep paying into car insurance to give you an opportunity to go out and wreck your car. You, it's, right. in the, it's in the event that you have an accident, you're covered. Snow, you know, snow contractors know this is how snow contracts work, too. Mm-hmm. So, so if I'm hearing you correctly, it's, it's keep an eye on the long view of this, of this market mm-hmm. and try not to get too wrapped up in this weekend's snow, snow predictions. Yeah, or it hasn't or snowed the first half of the winter. I mean... Um, you know, we've had what a little snow here in northeast Ohio, but it hasn't been plowable. It's been a light dusting, right? You know, and we might go through December like that, or maybe only have one event, but then we might get slammed in January and February. Mm-hmm. It's the unpredictability of the business. So, good communication with your clients helps them understand the nature of the business. Uh, earlier this summer, <clears throat> you guys at Snow Magazine conducted your big state of the industry survey. Can you give our listeners uh, sort of a top-line view of what, what you saw in those numbers and kind of what the story is there? Yeah, uh, surprisingly, uh, professional snow contractors are a very optimistic bunch. I think we had expected, uh, especially after last winter, to have a lot of people who were very leery about the business or were very upset with how it affected their bottom line. But, but to be honest with you, they remained you know, very positive. Uh, you know, obviously, an inconsistent winter is their number one business concern right now. Mm-hmm. Um, but you, you, we asked them about, you know, over the next five years, if they plan to grow their snow removal operation, and nearly three quarters, or about seventy percent, said they they plan to grow their operation. Okay. Um, and on the flip side of that, um, very few, uh, a very minor percent, felt that they would scale back over the next five years. Okay. So, you know, this is something that, despite the weather contractors feel is a solid 
uh, uh, business service for them to have. So you don't see contractors abandoning this service or abandoning this industry just because of a, of a rough winter? No, I, I think that I, I, I think that was the initial feeling that you would see some guys um, uh, maybe you know go in that direction. But I think the established guys don't. The the one positive thing about a bad winner or two is it does weed out the smaller players, the guys mm-hmm. who don't have very strong operations and are profitable in aggressive winners, but just can't keep you know keep their clients happy during lean lean winters. So sure. you're going to see you know if we were to have another lean winter, you're going to see you know a nice um, a weeding out of the uh, of the contractor market, which helps guys who are established and who are really serious about this business. Sure. I think we've seen that. We saw that a couple of years ago in the landscape industry where really tight economic times and recession took took away a lot of uh, contractors that were not made very savvy business people mm-hmm. and really improved the market for those owners that are that are true business owners and, and know how to run things well mm-hmm. um, and kind of, like you said, weeded out those lower level players. Mm-hmm. Um, which is a hard correction to go through, I think, for a lot of people. But, you know, in the end, it's probably better for the market and the industry in mm-hmm. the long term. Well, you know, the guys who, um, the, the guys last winter, when we had the lean winter, um, um, they they just didn't sit idle or go on vacation or, you know, play golf, which a lot of people were, you know, could do. Sure. Um, what, they, what they did was they looked at their books they looked over their business model. They looked over their business plan for the next five years, and they studied their business and, and improved their business. It, a lot of them said they liked the opportunity to have the time to really uh, dial down on the data of, their, of, of you know their margins and their profitability, uh-huh. and make the tweaks necessary to uh, you know cut some fat or increase increase their margins. So you know, guys who are really serious about this know how to use that time. Mm-hmm. Great. Well, Mike, in terms of the upcoming winter or the snow market, is there anything else that we didn't touch on that you think is important that you want to talk about? Um, I think that, um, you know, I think going into, let's say, the next year, the next five years, I see uh, obviously weather being a big issue, but, you know, it comes around, it's cyclical. Um, If we have another bad winter, I don't think it's going to shake the industry up too bad because eventually we'll come back to some good winters. Um, I see uh, liability being another uh, paramount issue. Um, the, uh, the lawsuits for slip and fall are out of control, mm-hmm. and, I, and uh, that's something that really hurts contractors. And I think that uh, slip and fall, um, baseless slip and fall case, cases, probably drive more good contractors out of the market than bad weather does or inconsistent weather does. Really? Because, it, it, you know, uh, a slip and fall can consistent slip and falls and the nature of our our uh, our, uh, our justice system uh, it's devastating to any small business owner mm-hmm. not just uh, not just contractors so well let's talk about that for a second because I think that's a very scary thing for a business owner especially a smaller business owner who isn't maybe as legally savvy as a as a large multi-state national company you know what what can a contractor do in that situation to I guess prepare for the inevitable case that's going to be brought against him if he's in this line of work record keeping record keeping and record keeping you 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 gotta train your people to do the job correctly and you have to train your people to keep really good records um 
you need to prove beyond, you know, in a slip and fall claim, it, is, it, it falls onto the contractor to prove they were there and did the work per the contract. Mm-hmm. Um, if the records are shoddy or inconsistent, um, you're done. Yeah. And, uh, and not only will you be slapped with, you know, uh, whatever the judgment is or your insurance company slapped, your, your, your insurance rates are going to go up. And that's what really drives people out of the business. So, mm-hmm. um, yeah, it's all about record keeping and, and having the business systems in place uh, to really, you know, drive a professional business. Um, and that means, you know, uh, not only that the service that you provided the services, but your clients know when the services were provided so that everybody's on the same page. Great. Well, Mike, thank you very much for taking the time today. I appreciate it. Yeah, my pleasure.